I'm, I mean, let's get right into it. So Linus, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Uh, you know, you're really into the fintech industry and I was wondering if you could kind of explain a little bit, uh, what fintech really is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks ready for, for having me. In fact, this is, uh, this is my, my first, uh, podcast i think i mean it 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 might not actually uh appear as one you know because of maybe zoom or because of the distance since uh yeah i'm i'm working on zoom more or less on a daily basis and it has to do i'm i mean let's get right into it so linus thanks so much for being on the podcast uh you know you're really into the fintech industry and i was wondering if you could kind of explain a little bit uh what fintech really is yeah. So, uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks ready for, for having me. In fact, this is, uh, this is my, my first, uh, podcast. I think, I mean, it, it, it might not actually, uh, appear as one, you know, because of maybe zoom or because of the distance since, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm working on zoom more or less on a daily basis and it has to do with work, but getting straight to your question. So, uh, I mean, uh, Fintech. So uh, a, a very brief uh, kind of description or uh, my journey towards that, which I think I told you a while back once we had our, our first chat. So, I mean, I started off in, in traditional financial industry. In essence, I mean, uh, my dive into finance wasn't actually that straightforward because I graduated from uh, university with, with bachelor in economics and my, my study program was economics and politics although I'm not involved in politics at all. Before that, you know, I wanted to become a lawyer or a doctor. So it was, again, a very com completely different projection uh, before, before I, I joined university. But, uh, you know, being, be, being at, at a relatively broad program, which is economics and politics at, at, at my university, uh, somehow uh, I, I tend to really enjoy finance courses. And I, I and I picked up all the electives that had to do with finance, and obviously, you know, the the theory is one thing, the practice is is, is much more important. So that's why I start off uh, trying, you know, to to uh, I don't know, exp experience uh, with with some hands-on knowledge and practicalities uh, in 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 the world of finance. So I started off in traditional financial industry, uh, financial companies such as Western Union, then one of the uh, biggest banks in, in, in Northern Europe, also one, one investment bank from the Nordics. But having this uh, quick touch and feel of, of finance, I somehow uh, you know, wanted to try something different. And I mean, coming from Lithuania, which is, which is a small country of right now about 3 million people, and we are not that, that strong in, in, in uh, you know, much, much areas, especially finance, uh, I had an opportunity of joining one of the first and one of the uh, right now probably oldest fintech companies in Lithuania, which was uh, called and still is Pesera. Uh, and then, you know, my journey in fintech started off, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I would say maybe steeply, maybe a bit faster than it was. And, and, and once I was part of the, of the fintech uh, as such, I started diving deeper into, into, the, into this, I don't know, sector, industry, movement, whatever. Uh, and that's where my my whole true journey began. And w what is fintech? It's uh, you know uh, a short for financial technology. And right now, this word or uh, 
this sector means different than it was, I don't know, five years, maybe 10 years back. Uh, in in US, you probably, you know, had much earlier uh, examples of that. I, I, I would name PayPal maybe earlier. It was, uh, I think it was X.com. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, Elon, Elon Musk found it and then they joined with Peter Thiel and, and other, other guys forming PayPal. So we had this earlier, but uh, in Lithuania or in, 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 in other parts of Europe, this wasn't that new. So what it means is that it, it, it's just providing financial services with the help of technology. So be it faster, you know, uh, cheaper, uh, maybe more efficient with better user experience. Uh, what it means now, uh, and what, what, what I would call now, is probably TechFin. So uh, my illustration for that would be uh, primarily technology companies uh, with the help of their uh, know-how, maybe strong tech stack, uh, and, 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 and with the help of that expertise, uh, primarily built with a very efficient, with a, with a brilliant user experience, then they're diving into financial services. So one of the best examples would be uh, Amazon. Uh, then obviously we have Facebook, which, which right now is really struggling in, in both social media, tech, and financial field. Then we have Apple uh, and maybe Google. So uh, why fintech is important? So it is important because it is uh, providing uh, uh, people with a better experience of financial products. Uh, there, uh, fintech is also, I would say, educating people because it, right now it's not only the sector, the industry with, you know, with maybe jobs, with, uh, with better solutions, but it also providing education and people are right now uh, maybe starting to care more about their finances because one of the key reasons why uh, many people, I don't know, maybe they are in the, uh, uh, in, the, in, the, in the area where they cannot earn enough money or they're struggling with their finances is because of the financial liter literacy. And it's a global pro problem, not only American, European, or I don't know, Asian. It's, it's the global problem. So fintech is, uh, I would say, you know, making the world a better place, not only in terms of finance, but I would say globally, maybe 1% or 2%. Uh, but it but it is definitely making an impact, and it already did make uh, quite quite an impact thus far. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with you on the importance of financial literacy, and we're seeing a lot of these huge tech companies break into the financial sector with Apple effectively starting their yeah. own bank. I mean, I know they're partnered with someone to create their own Apple card, but with these huge technology companies that have already built this huge uh, market share. They're starting to now combine these financial services to, I guess, as you were saying, create a good user experience from a trusted source already. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, one of the one of the biggest things that is uh, that is happening in the in the financial uh, world right now or globally is that uh, finance has become hyperscalable. So right now, it is you know easier than ever before to enter the financial world and scale. So, you know, one of the examples that, 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 I, that, I that I have given in some of my keynotes or, I don't know, talks is that, you know, we have one bank uh, called Citibank, which is you now a global bank, a big bank, quite, quite good in terms of brand value, maybe, you know, user experience in general. And it was founded back in, uh, 
ninety century or something like that. And it has, uh, I think, two hundred million clients worldwide. You know, so it's a old bank with with lots of clientele. And then we have LinkedIn. Then we have Facebook. You know, which were founded, I don't know, maybe ten years ago, and 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 they have by far. Uh, double or triple the, the, the amount of customers that uh, some of the biggest banks have, have in the world. And these kind of companies are entering the financial space. And then you start understanding that, you know, it, it might not necessarily happen that Apple or Amazon would become bank in their, in their own right or bank uh, in terms of uh, regulatory environment. But the, 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 the fact that they are providing financial services to the general public, the fact that they have such a strong value and, uh, user interface and, and users love them. It's it, it definitely uh, should ring a bell to, to those old kind of guys from J.P. Morgan, City, I don't know Barclays, and etc. Yeah, I think we're really starting to see a change in demand for the kind of technology we use to do our financial services. Exactly. And so with that shift, what do, you, what do you think is the most important thing to the market right now? Do you think it's more of an, of an emphasis on the user experience or on the issue of trust with all this data uh, issues that Facebook is going through? Uh, I would say it's both. So uh, one of the really important things that Finta has brought to us and it will probably continue to bring because it's still, you know, a very small fraction of the financial services pie, so to say, is that uh, it is making customer great again. So customer is uh, once again at the forefront of, of, of everything. It's not, uh, you know, an unimportant uh, person with, with some money you know, to, 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 to go to the bank, uh, I don't know, bank branch uh, and have a consultation, but, but it's actually becoming important uh, because uh, all other companies, which I named, you know, tech companies, uh, provide it with a, with a great user experience. And, and that now those users are familiar with that. And ultimately, they are shifting their preferences to companies uh, that provide better experience. And they are shifting away from banks. So that's why, uh, you know, uh, Apple's launch uh, of, or let's say, announcement of launching a credit card is really important. That's why Amazon giving loans uh, or having its card is important. Uh, and another key thing is 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 trust and data. So uh, although Apple might be criticized for uh, for their methods or for their products, uh, the very good thing they have, although it, it might not be you know completely built or 100% efficient still is, I would say, the user protection because they're really careful about the ecosystem. It's, it's a closed ecosystem and it's not uh, the same as, you, as, you, as we have with Android. It's much difficult uh, and that's why you know, the user experience is great. So data is definitely the key. Trust is definitely the key. And this brings us to, 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 uh, to another, to, to a whole new wave of fintech maybe uh, the, the newest fintech that we have right now, which is which is blockchain and cryptocurrency, uh, and and at the core, it's all about trust uh, with with a blockchain. So I would say that, you know, to answer your question, uh, the the things that you that you mentioned, so user experience and trust, along with with data combined, is the is the ultimate gift that uh, fintech is is still trying to give back to the to the customer. Yeah. Well. What I found in my experience with talking to a lot of different companies 
uh, and a lot of different startups, uh, especially kind of some smart home automation startups, is like data really drives their development cycle and data is really the essential thing that can help them to create these tools that are one, a good user experience, and then two, are using the data that they gather well. So it's kind of like, they need to think about what data they're going to need before they actually build their hardware that gathers this data and, and then kind of are able to create a user experience around that. Yeah, that, that's a good point, you know. And uh, there's a very good saying, you know, I think it was an article by, by, by The Economist saying that data, data is the new oil. But the very important thing is, is it's, it's not to focus... Uh, so much on data per se, much more important thing is what you can make out of that data. So, you know, the strategic decisions, you know, the shifts, uh, I know, to other markets, add-ons add to, 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 to the products, or maybe introduction of completely different product lines, that's, that's the key because, you know, data itself is, it's okay, but you need the engine uh, to, to use that data and to drive, let's say, that car or whatever, uh, motorbike. That's interesting. I think, I think um, that engine that you're talking about then there is, is uh, going to be the user experience. Am I right about that? Or, or what do you mean by the engine? Uh, I mean that, you know, uh, the, the user experience is probably uh, the, everything that, that is combined in terms of, uh, I don't know, app, design, functionality, uh, maybe prices. But the engine is actually uh, the, 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 maybe that actual app which, which uses your data. I don't know. I, would, I could give an example of, of Uber. So it, it was a problem of uh, people you know, having difficulties to, to commute or finding taxes or maybe the prices were too expensive. So they build an app where drivers could be connected to users. So that's, that's the engine. That's driving the mobility. Mobility is the solution. It's the engine. It's, it's not, you know, another taxi company. It's not, you know, some faster cars or, or electric cars. It's okay. That's interesting. Yeah, that's, that's kind of like how we were talking about in the past about kind of how this innovation happens in STEM. It's seeing that need and then it's kind of building a digital solution. Or, well, more, more often than not, it becomes a digital solution. Yeah. Yeah, especially these days. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I, I think that brings you back to like the point where you were talking about earlier with, uh, you know, it's it's way skip, more scalable to have this digital uh, solution that's leveraging the technologies that are really developing today. Yeah, and uh, I I cannot recall the you know, the uh, the actual numbers, but uh, there was a very good presentation by one of the um, let's say. Uh, quite quite bright minds in, in in financial sector and fintech sector saying that uh, right now it likes, takes I don't know, maybe five years and ten times or hundred times less resources to build a bank as it was uh, uh, quite a while ago. So yeah, this is this is this is for sure. And uh, digital digitization is uh, is going to become more and more important. But uh, with that comes a very uh, a tough challenge, uh, which is which is cybersecurity, you know, and 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 other and our uh, other all other threats that you know the digital world uh, will will bring and reveal. So, well, for me, what I'm really curious about then 
at this point is banking is such a huge industry. FinTech is such a huge industry. I mean, talking with my dad about this, uh, I told him that I was going to be talking to someone who works in FinTech and he was like, well, what part of FinTech? Because there's so many different applications of that. So I guess what I'm yeah. curious to know is how do you start to then break down FinTech and explore what, you know, at first from a student perspective, what a student would want to be doing for a long time? So it's a, it's, it's a very good and very tough question because uh, uh, maybe, uh, maybe like, I don't know, let's say five years ago, maybe, maybe up to 10 years ago, uh, what, 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 what would you call FinTech might be, uh, let's say what we have here in, in Europe, in Lithuania, maybe e-money institutions. So it's, it's not a bank, it's uh, e-money institution which, which can issue e-money and effectively, you know, use the funds on, uh, only that they have. So if I'm a user, I deposit 10 euros. So that 10 euros is my money. Uh, E-money institution cannot lend it out as opposed to banks and this whole system of fractional reserve banking. But right now, you know, those solutions and, 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 and the whole specter of, of fintech players, uh, it, it, it's so wide that you can cannot actually, you know, uh, sometimes even understand whether or not this company is actually fintech maybe it's a it's an ai startup because they provide i know kyc aml solutions to 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 other financial players but is it actually fintech or not so uh, it, it's a very it's a very hard question at this uh point in time and it might become even more difficult in the i know next two five years because more players might might come into the sphere, maybe some of the current players will be bought or acquired by by let's say banks or uh, other uh, giant companies. So this this uh, whole sphere of fintech uh, will be uh, will be will be different. But my advice would be probably very simple. So you 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 have to uh, you have to do do your own research and understand the company. And, and, and it's, it's not always about the solution that the company is, is offering. It very much depends on the culture, maybe an impact that, that the company is making. So, for example, you know, I might not be interested in working for, for PayPal, which is a big company, maybe, maybe uh, a very important company right now, but it's, it's relatively old. I might be more interested in, in some small startup from Lithuania, France, or whatever, that is uh, trying to bridge the gap uh, for uh, for small entrepreneurs in Africa, so I, I find this as a compelling mission. So that's why I would I would like I would try to work for that company. So uh, it very comes down to your individual aspirations, what you would like to to do, and maybe the best thing is to try more than once, and uh, you know trial trial and error is 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 uh, to some extent the the path that I chose. And uh, yeah, so the more you try, the more uh, the broader view of the industry you, 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 you gather and the more experience you get. Because I mean, up, up till now, I have, I have some experience and knowledge in, in traditional payments business than in e-commerce, uh, payment gateways, card business, uh, some, some, some experience in investment banking. And this whole set of experience and, and different careers. Uh, career opportunities brought, brought me to the point that I'm here. So that, that would be my, my advice if, if, it, if it is helpful at all, you know. 
No, no. Um, so with the tech field, it's kind of the same issue, you know, in technology fields, there's the whole AI push. Now there's whole, uh, cybersecurity. There's, there's so many different applications of technology and how you, how you put technology into an environment. And so I think FinTech is of course a part of that. And it's just another application. And I, I think it's kind of one of the bigger groups of technology fields that you can explore, but it, it's the same, it's been the same process for me. Uh, you know, I've, I've gone from coding games to coding mobile apps to coding Alexa apps. It, it's, it's just a bunch of di- like, I guess for me, what I've noticed is once you do one thing, you have the skills to do anything. It's just a matter of applying it in a different way. Yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably very similar to, 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 you know, maybe to selling. So if you know how to sell uh, apples, you probably might might understand how to sell securities, mortgages, uh, maybe something more complex. So yeah, I definitely would your point here. <laughs> apples are the same as securities and tokens and things like that. Nah. Uh, I mean, uh, I would say that you know uh, people were selling uh, uh, I don't know bitcoins or some sort of other type of tokens in uh, I don't know two years back the same that they would would have been selling apples a decade ago definitely i mean it, 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 it it's the same uh, is the same thing and the, and obviously there were people who were buying those uh those apples and oranges as they they were a completely new thing but in essence they they, they weren't that's interesting so i i guess i have a bit of a uh I won't call it a speed round since I only have like one or two questions, but kind of a speed round like vibe here. So I'm curious about your thoughts on cloud mining services. Do you know what those are? Yeah. uh, Yeah. So, I mean, this is uh, probably not a very critical uh, answer from my side because uh, I, I, I didn't actually put much, 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 uh, investigation, you know, and 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 stuff to, to to understand, but many of those were proof to be scams. This is one thing. Another thing that many of of those projects or solutions or companies offering the service like that are questionable at best. If they aren't questionable, then another question that you should be asking yourself is: Is it actually worth it? Uh, because uh, in, 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 in many of the cases, even though the times were pretty okay to invest that money, maybe Bitcoin was still growing up to that 20K once, what, once in, you know, it, it went down, uh, it could barely make you uh, probably a substantial amount of uh, interest or return. I think you would make much better off money in putting, putting that, 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 those funds into stock. So uh, I'm, I would say that I'm... Uh, not uh, a proponent of cloud mining and i'm uh, and i would definitely question and, and and do a lot of research before before pouring my funds into into these types of, of companies because we i i also have an example from from lithuania so you know there were uh people uh let's say pseudo entrepreneurs were trying to 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 use good good timing of of this crypto boom and they were selling uh, be the hardware or cloud mining solutions, and uh, the the investment w- w- was not worth it. Even even for, for for me, I had a quick chat with one of the uh, 
people behind that and I, I, I understood that it's 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 not worth it. It would I would have made much more money putting uh, putting that amount of of investment just into into I know top ten cryptos. This is for sure. And right now uh, the, the 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 history shows that I, I would have I would have been been right because right now that company I think went bust. <laughs> That's interesting. I, I the reason I ask that is because I've seen a lot of those cloud mining service companies, and they're all they're all shady. Uh, they all have they all have interesting websites, and they all are very similar websites. So so it's always interesting for me to see these new trends in blockchain and and fintech pop up, and then kind of get a more informed opinion on the total on the overall industry. So yeah, yeah, correct, and. Um... I think it was Vitalik, Vitalik Buterin from, from the Ethereum who said that, uh, you know, whenever someone is, uh, is guaranteeing you some set of interest daily or weekly, it's, it's probably a scam. And funny thing is that many of the mining companies, uh, cloud mining companies were, were guaranteeing some sort of a percentage if you, if you put your money into them. And yeah, they, they proved to be a scam. And just, uh, you know, for, for the context, I, I remember that there was another company some 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 part of uh, founders who are related to lithuania uh they raised i don't know maybe 30 maybe 50 million uh through the ico you know they they, they showed their mining potential mining farms whatever in, in iceland sweden or some some place where it's called and they uh they just vanished there's no social media presence there's no posts the last uh, social post that that was made was like i don't know 12 months ago so i mean having those those sets of ex- uh, examples you, you you become really cautious of 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 investing you know so yeah. i don't I, I mean blockchain is such an interesting space because it was it was built to build trust right it was built to take exactly. the trust out of exchanges online because that was such a huge issue over the past. And yeah. there, it's just riddled with so many scams and so many people trying to make a quick buck that it's, it faces a lot of really interesting challenges. Yeah, for sure. And uh, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's funny uh, seeing, uh, well, right now we don't see that, but it, it was funny that what, what we saw back in, the day you know when when everything was uh still going up was that you know many many companies uh were uh exploring or trying to explore the tech without even understanding what benefits it could add so even i uh not i'm not sure why i was involved but one of the uh uh was it bottling? Well, let's say some some company involved in in, in beverages, alcoholic beverages, uh, invited me for a chat because they wanted to 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 put their some sort of operations on a blockchain, and issue a token, and do stuff like that. Uh, and this is only one, you know, example out of many. And the the, the complete it is very related to the dot com boom and bust, and it's very related to very you know small. Uh, boom and small buzz to the to the cannabis story when when companies like coca-cola and 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 others were just saying yeah we will we will we will use pot or whatever in our beverages we will introduce some sort of a 
uh, lines. And I think uh, another company, which was Long Long Island or something like that, which which said something about blockchain. Uh, something bad happened to them. Was it stock that went down really, really sharply, or, or or was it something uh, you know worse? But I mean, it was a it was a very very interesting time, and the news, the headlines that you saw was what were crazy. Yeah. Well, here I'm. I'm really curious about your thoughts on. One more thing here, because because we are kind of going a little bit here, um, but and I don't want this to be too long, um, but I'm really yeah. curious about how you feel research plays a role in the development of you know technologies like fintech, IoT, things like that, and implementing them into real world situations, bringing those technologies to market. So yeah, research is is definitely important because. Uh, uh, many uh, things uh, have died because there, there, there wasn't uh, any market, or there weren't actual, you know, problems. So uh, one thing is is the actual tech solution that that I know brings that product to life. But another thing, which is the key, is 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 it actually a problem that you know you are trying to solve? So. Whether those uh, I don't know uh, flying Nikes are, are actually needed for the market, and another thing is how big is that problem? So if it's only for ten or twenty or hundred people, it's it it is definitely going to fail. And the problem uh, with with many of the uh, new companies, new projects, uh, primarily from the crypto and blockchain space. Uh, that were using the tech tech stack that that was or is you know promising or valuable, but uh, the problem was that uh, uh, they were doing something that was was not actually a problem, or if or even if it was, it wasn't big enough. So you have to you have to combine and add everything, uh, technology, which uh, which is right now probably the easiest part, and then you know. With, with significant research uh, and understanding of the market, then you have to uh, solve a particular pro- problem, which should be big enough so, so you know, the customers, the people around you or globally should care about that. That's so interesting. You know, I've, I've heard a lot of entrepreneurs and tech people talk about, you know, you have to solve a problem, you have to address things that people are struggling with, but I, I don't hear a lot of people talk about how big, like the size of a problem in, in terms of dollar amount, you know? Um, and I think, I think that's such a critical thing to consider, uh, especially when it comes to your mark, when you're thinking about market shares and protectable markets and things like that. Um, yeah, but, a- but you know, Bradley, one, yeah, go, go, go on. I will, I will add, I will add in, mm-hmm. in, in a second. All right. Um, well, I think again, like, it's so critical to consider the cap of what your earnings could be at the current state before you really go and commit to something. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, uh, another very important thing I I wanted to add is, is, you know, and some extent you you have, you have already touched it, but it's, it's not only 
uh, you know, a problem, but you also have to go back to your solution and uh, understand uh, from the very beginning whether it is actually a business or not. Because there's a, there's a very good example of, of Uber, uh, which I'm not sure right now, but let's say a year ago or, or, or some time ago, it was one of the probably the most valuable private company on earth with maybe the biggest funding in, 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 in history. And what uh, was revealed, I think, last week when they, when they filed for IPO was that their executives or was it CEO uh, admitted that they might never be profitable. So then, you know, you, you should ask yourself, so if it's not going to be profitable, what value it actually adds and is it, is it worth to have this kind of company? Uh, and, and, and then you are, then you should bring, bring back to, 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 to mobility, which, which is a, uh, ultimate solution and, and, and attach a business case, a sustainable business case. Uh, because another thing which, which, which we might see in the upcoming years, maybe, uh, with some speculations of, of coming crisis, which might be uh, stronger or not that strong that, that, that we had back in uh, 2008, is that you know, many companies that, that are operating today uh, are actually you know a loss, and they will inevitably go bust or I know be bailout bailout bailouted by by the governments or bought by other other companies, and it might bring some another set of challenges or causalities to the to the whole to the whole world. Because one thing is to have a business, but uh, another uh, a, a whole another thing is to have a sustainable business, making profits. You know. Paying wages, not 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 living on debt, and uh, you know raising money from 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 investors to stay alive. So that's that's another very important thing, which uh, to some extent might be again important for for maybe blockchain and crypto startups. Maybe not crypto, maybe blockchain. Blockchain is 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 more acute. Yeah, I, I am. I don't like, there's just so much value in understanding like how you make money. And then like, like it's so, it's just, it amazes me that such simple concepts are often overlooked when it comes to these high tech powered businesses. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, there was, uh, or there is, uh, is a very good saying, you know, uh, from from Gary V, which I think you know because you know you're American, and and and, 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 and he's uh, he said this numerous times. You know, make money, don't raise money. And raising money has become so uh, I don't know, so powerful. Uh, entrepreneurs, CEOs, or whatever, they they, they their key focus uh, for some of them is is raising another set of capital instead of focusing on their business and trying you know, to uh, to make money make profits and, and and pay their workers instead of instead of asking investors another set of of funding and uh this is uh, probably both you know a challenge and uh, some sort of tragedy tragedy that 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 we're seeing in the in the modern capitalism it's it's definitely i mean there's so much more to talk about when it comes to stuff like this, but it's definitely an interesting culture shift and uh, 
especially in you know Silicon Valley where you see all these companies raising you know x amount of millions of dollars and then yeah you know six months to a year later oh we weren't fast enough well what happens that I don't know I think I think um, there's a concept that I really like that blockchain is bringing to life called micro investing and mm-hmm. basically it's it's just another way of saying crowdfunding um, but but it's cool because it's backed by a blockchain system and so you see where the money that you invest is going uh, yeah this is uh, this is a very good thing but uh, you know and it's probably you no know, not not a thing that uh, that is directly related Related to blockchain, but it's probably because of uh, uh, because it's new. It's uh, still some uh, some some really fresh, maybe magical field. Uh, and the problem that I'm referring to here is that um, micro payments or crowdfunding is okay, but what is not okay is people that don't understand uh, anything about business, finance, crypto, whatever, pouring their money or taking out of mortgages and then pouring that money into blockchain, crypto, whatever, startup, and uh, expecting uh, a very good uh, return investment without even trying to understand the business model, the, the case, the problem, whatever. So this is, uh, this is another problem that, that has to be uh, addressed. So bringing uh, investment to the masses, you know, democratizing access to capital is okay, but uh, making investors aware or, uh, you know, trying prevent people from uh, making unreasonable investments is, is another challenge, which uh, again brings us back to financial literacy, I think. I think you're right on the money there. Uh, thanks so much for being on the podcast, Linus. I really enjoyed talking with you and I can't wait to release this episode. Yeah, it, it was a very good uh, productive chat. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks for inviting me. Thanks for being part of my my network and yeah let's 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 keep in touch for sure